letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a St. Louis Park man arrested for killing his girlfriend earlier this year, a wintertime tradition in downtown Minneapolis has been scrapped, and Minnesota's first major bird flu outbreak of 2023. But we begin with a do-or-die Game 4 for the Twins later today after their loss yesterday. WCCO's Al Schock begins our coverage with a wrap-up of Game 3. For the first time this postseason, the Twins face elimination when they take on the Astros today in Game 4 of the AL Division Series. We got here following yesterday's dismal 9-1 loss that saw the Twins commit a costly error and come up empty numerous times with runners in scoring position. Another trait of baseball is the long season and how teams rebound from difficulties. Catcher Ryan Jeffers. You know, I think I think we need to, we need to sit here and... and think about what happened today and think about what we could do better um, but you do have to turn the page you know it's we've done that whole year uh, that's kind of the nature of this sport is you have ups and you have downs um, today was a down that's tomorrow will be an up getting the start today for the twins is joe ryan who was supposed to pitch in the wild card series but wasn't needed after the two-game sweep of the blue jays if the twins win today they force a deciding game five on friday back in houston with pablo lopez on the mound he's already won twice in this postseason at target field al shock news talk a30 wcco i gotta say the fans that are still here leaving the ballpark after the loss remain optimistic in spite of it all. Here's what a couple of them had to say. We're going to win tomorrow. Next two, we're going to win. Great environment to play to play in for both teams. Yeah, they lost, but to be here at Target Field is the best part. We're going to win it in Houston. We believe. Go Twins! Reporting from Target Field, Susie Jones, News Talk, 830-WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. The Twins are going to have to overcome yesterday's 9-1 to drubbing in front of the hometown crowd. But pitcher Emilio Pagan says he's confident the team still has fight left in them. You know, we're, we're not going home yet. Um, it's up to us to come out tomorrow and, and match their intensity. And, you know, we've played really well for a long time, so we've got a lot of confidence that we will. Joe Ryan gets the start on the mound for the Twins today. The game gets underway just after 6. We'll have coverage for you throughout the day. Jason DeRussia live from Target Field beginning at 3. And Chris Atterbury with the pregame show starting at 5 here on your home for Twins baseball. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. A St. Louis Park man arrested for killing his pregnant girlfriend earlier this year at an Amazon facility has now pleaded guilty. 32-year-old Dante McRae pleaded guilty to two counts of second-degree murder in exchange for a prison sentence of a little more than 46 years. He was initially charged with one count in the death of 31-year-old Kyla O'Neill, but the state added the second count after her baby died at the hospital. The shooting took place last January outside the Amazon Fulfillment Center warehouse in Lakeville. McRae said he was cleaning one of his guns when it accidentally went off. O'Neill's family said McRae had threatened her with violence in the past. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. A wintertime tradition in downtown Minneapolis has been scrapped for this year. The annual holodazzle that began in 1992 and in recent years has taken place in Loring Park was canceled yesterday for what organizers say is a lack of funding. Steve Kramer is president and CEO of the Minneapolis Downtown Council and calls the decision difficult but necessary, saying they did everything they could to save the multi-day and night festival that runs between Thanksgiving and Christmas. The decision only affects this year's event, and organizers say they have every intention of bringing it back in 2024. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.
Hundreds joined together in music and prayer last night at Bethel Synagogue in St. Louis Park to grieve and show their support for Israel. Sajit Rosenberg telling WCCO-TV that the Hamas attacks are personal for her family. My cousin's daughter at the age of 19 was murdered um, with the last words to her parents. They're shooting at us and I love you very much. It's just... It's heartbreaking, and it's heartbreaking what these terrorists have done. Several elected officials, including Senator Amy Klobuchar and Governor Tim Walz, spoke at last night's event. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar telling us her office has been deluged with people calling who are afraid for their families in Israel. I just cannot explain how many calls we've gotten to the office of people who are scared, who are there. There's many Minnesotans that are there right now. She called the way the attack was carried out a whole new level of evil. They came in and they killed hundreds and hundreds of innocent civilians, as well as soldiers, police officers. Uh, They killed kids. They dragged grandmas out of their home. She says the U.S. stands with its ally, Israel, and will help to fight against the terrorists. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. That white stuff called snow may be the furthest thing from your mind on this beautiful blue day, but in St. Paul, it's never too soon. The city is holding a snow summit this weekend where residents can learn more about snow operations and check out some of the city's equipment. Public Works Department spokeswoman Lisa Hebert says people really do want to know what goes into the city's decisions when it comes to plowing or not plowing. In the meantime, she says they're identifying areas of improvement, including some new technology for plow drivers, hopefully next year. A lot of people have GPSs in their cars telling them where to turn, where to go. Our drivers are still actually using paper sheets and route lists. Hebert says they learned a lot during last season's record snowfall, which is helping the city take a more holistic approach to how it handles snow. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Governor Tim Walsh with Vanita Sakar this morning talking about the search for the leader of Minnesota's Office of Cannabis Management. That after his appointee to the position stepped down amid controversy over products she sold at her business. Walls with Vanita this morning on the morning news, reiterating that he takes responsibility for the holdup. I think the one thing to assure Minnesotans on is that Charlene Briner and a lot of professionals over there who are standing this agency up, lots of work is being done. The office of hiring a director was just one piece of this, and there's been a whole lot done ahead of time. Walls not suggesting a timeline for when a new leader would be announced. Minnesota's first major bird flu outbreak of 2023 has struck a Meeker County turkey farm. Nearly 150,000 turkeys are being put down in Meeker County after the discovery of the highly pathogenic avian influenza. Minnesota Board of Animal Health spokesperson Michael Cruzan says what other producers or even those just with chickens in their backyard, they need to take heed. If your birds appear sick, if something looks wrong with your birds, Please do not hesitate to contact either a veterinarian or uh, the Board of Animal Health to let us know about the sick birds that we can get out there and investigate and get some samples and see what's going on. He says signs of bird flu include decreased eating and drinking, swelling of the head area, lower egg production, and even death. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Ever wonder what it takes to be part of a tactical rescue team jumping into danger to rescue people at a moment's notice? 
WCCO's Laura Oaks found out. Trooper 8, do you copy? On a gorgeous, cool, blue fall day, the Minnesota Air Rescue Team is practicing water rescues on Vadness Lake, never knowing when they'll be called into duty for real. Summer and then into uh, fall as hunting season ramps up and people started hiking and exploring the you know, fall colors, we get we get quite a few calls. Jeremy Barda is a St. Paul firefighter and member of MART, a partnership between the St. Paul Fire Department and Minnesota State Patrol Aviation Division, comprised of both agencies' best, brightest, and most highly trained. We can do search and rescue uh, from the air, and we do uh, short haul extraction through you know tree canopy um, in remote areas. He says it's one of those jobs that runs on adrenaline with no more rewarding feeling than having helped save someone's life. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office is charging an alleged Minnetonka carjacker with nine additional thefts. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty announcing the office has charged Romel Rashod Lewis in nine incidents involving burglary and the theft of high-end motor vehicles from homes in Edina and Minnetonka this past summer. Lewis was previously only charged for one theft in August, but the location of Lewis's phone and his distinctive hooded sweatshirt were key pieces of evidence connecting him to the crimes. Lewis is expected in court next week. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. A Minnesota mother is sharing the pain of losing her daughter who overdosed on fentanyl. Olga Shatsova tearfully recalled the night she found her 15-year-old daughter Anastasia dead in her room. I came to her and I touched her and she was cold and I turned her over and her face was blue. Anastasia had been dealing with post-pandemic depression about a year ago. She bought just one pill that she thought was Percocet on Snapchat and took it and died shortly after. Olga joined Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt and Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar at a press conference to talk about what more needs to be done to stop this public health crisis. This isn't a scare campaign. This is reality. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, just in time for Halloween. The Minnesota Orchestra will play the 2017 film Get Out live in concert. It will be led by principal conductor Sarah Hicks and will feature Twin Cities' sibling vocal group The Steels. The orchestra will perform the original score while the film plays in high definition on a screen above the stage. The show is October 27th. Tickets range from $33 to $73. This film is rated R. Children under the age of 17 will not be admitted to this concert unless accompanied by a parent or guardian. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.